the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckled lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. Folks, welcome to Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Show's brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you've got a grocery store, a liquor store, or just a little business and you're looking for cashiers and you're having a hard time keeping them, do you like Walmart, Home Depot, and, and Costco do? Go self-checkout. That's right, 800-540-2149. Jeff or Mark will come out take a look at your business. Hey, and if it looks like their system will work for you, then you'll get yourself a screaming deal because the whole system won't cost you more than maybe a cash register. And you get seven-day, 24-hour-day service. Southwest Point of Sale. Been doing this for over 20 years. Save some money, save some time, and get into the 21st century. Also, if you have a Porsche, Mini, or BMW, Black Force Motorsports, dealer alternative, take care of your car, whether you just want general maintenance or if you want to go racing. Go to blackforest.com. That's blackforest.com. Well, young lady, Hi. I see you brought another guest in that we cannot pronounce her last name. I've got name. it. I've got it. <laughs> no, you don't. I do. Okay, let's I throw do. it at me. Well, are we going to introduce the caller as well? No, you have to do the tough one first. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we do have a caller. But and we, we do, do have an in-studio guest as well. And the in-studio guest is a former racer for the caller who's the owner and manager of a team kenny wildman lions kenny wildman lion and we have jenny marie horish it's bohemian did did she do okay get over close to the mic no this one right here (laughs) so did that work did she do that right found me what did she do that right she did yes kenny i got got where have you been brother Hi, Dave. Uh, I love being on Racer Radio. Dave, you have such a great audience. It's been a while since we chatted. How you been? Uh, real good. We were on with Christina Creel a few years ago, and yep. she raced and set two records for me. And then I was on when you did a remote at the Long Beach Motorcycle Expo. That's right. That's absolutely right. So what are you doing with this gorgeous lady in the studio? Well, when I met Jenny, she didn't know how to ride a motorcycle, and I thought, You're well, this is quite a challenge. And we gave her some training here on the uh, taxiway at Compton Airport and then sent her to the Motorcycle Safety Foundation School. Yeah. She went to the dreaded DMV and passed that. They yeah. just require that you have circle? a motorcycle license to race a motorcycle. Of course. And uh, she went to Bonneville then and went through the rookie orientation course and aced that. And then we went racing. And the big problem was that the bike broke. Oh. She yeah. the lights. Yep. I'm in the doghouse. He on broke the second it? run. 
It Rick. broke. Oh, what kind of bike? Okay, now what kind of bike were you riding? It's a Triumph. Okay. It's a um, 1961 T. Oh, a cool Triumph. R5AC. There were only like 390 of them made. Really? So what? Yeah. So I know you didn't pick you the bike. You didn't break it. Oh, I so know, Kenny, Kenny didn't break why it. that bike? <laughs> well, it's a fun bike, and it's an unusual one. Uh, if it was restored to originally, it would be worth a lot of money, but they had used it off-road as a dirt bike and just tore up everything, and mm. all the original parts are gone. So anyway, uh, going through the lights, it blew the head gasket, and Jenny wasn't able to make the return run. Mm. <sighs> but I have a sneaky feeling you're going back. Yeah, Bonneville is a lot of fun. I've been going since 1977, and wow. we have had a great time. My full streamliner, we have seven current records, four of those records over 200 mile per hour, and we're looking for more riders. We're looking for two lady riders and three men riders, and they would all attempt a 200 mile hour record with this full streamliner. Are you going? I know I Dave's, Dave, Dave's, Dave's looking. No, Dave's looking at me because no, he knows I, my need for I speed. I know her need so for check, speed. I already checked out the qualifications. You can't be taller than five seven. Check. I'm only five three. Okay. I already have a motorcycle license. Okay. Check. check. I do have the speed. The need for speed. Check. check. I don't live in Los Angeles. I live in San Diego. You can't squeeze one out of San Diego. Come on. Well, Brittany, how fast do you want to go? See, don't even Faster ask her that. Faster than the last person. <laughs> and you think she's kidding? This girl has a need for speed like nobody's business. Yeah, I told my dad, I don't qualify because I don't live in Los Angeles. He goes, he hasn't met you, Brittany. <laughs> well, there is that, too. There is that, too. But, you know, you, this is not your first rodeo. You've done this to how many young ladies? <laughs> Oh, we've worked with 19 young ladies who have set a total of 38 Bonneville World Land Oh. Wow. All right, so let's go back to Jenny here for a second. So oh. prior to meeting Mr. Lyons, you raced motorcycles where? Nowhere. Oh, I had yeah. absolutely no experience. I had just broken up with my then-boyfriend. We yeah. broken up. I was... Terribly crushed, but I... So you decided, okay, I'm going to go ride a motorcycle. I can either get really depressed about this, or I can go a different direction. I can take control of my life and go after the things that I want to do. And I was always riding on the back of a bike. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. So I contacted Kenny, and I was like... You know, I'm this many years old, yeah. and I'm this tall. I'm I was five. I'm five seven, and um, he said, "Okay, you know, come in and see me." And I walked in, and I see I see him at the airport, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like Kenny only has like one eye, like <laughs> he's like blind in one eye, and I and I'm like, "Okay, I'm trusting this guy with my life." You know? <laughs> and then he starts showing me the book like this, and then and then he turns to me, he's like. So what's your experience? And I was like, I have no experience. And I had to really convince him um, to just take a shot. And so I started from the absolute bottom. And I showed up like pretty much like five days a week. Kenny, um, it to, was a smile, to, wasn't it? The smile got you, right? The smile <laughs> <Yeah>. got you. <laughs> Tell the truth. Quite gorgeous. Well, and <laughs> yes. focus too. It's funny. Our guest um, at the one o'clock hour, who spits, who has the record for fastest on the cycle bicycle, uh, we talked about focused energy, and that sounds like that's why you said this is for me. I right. need to focus yeah. my energy. Kenny, you I, know uh, you Denise uh, Mueller. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because it's out at Bonneville. Yeah, she was in studio uh, uh, at 1 o'clock, so we had her in. A great person. They they had a lot of fun. She was towed up to speed behind a full streamlined automobile. If you believe it. And then they they connected a link to the vehicle. They disconnected that link, and then she had to pedal through the full flying mile. Yeah. Talk about a lot of work. Yeah. Well, focused energy, which I think ladies can do. Yeah. And I think she was over 150 mile an hour. 183.9. No. 183. Wow. Yeah, 183. Can you believe that? What? Yeah, now she's the fastest human <laughs> because because she beat the male and well, there was never a female, so she just yeah. you know went after it, and now she's going to do a five person, a uh, human powered because everybody was giving her crap that she had behind. She was behind a shield drafting. and a vehicle and yeah. drafting. So now she's hooked up with, and she just turned fifty yesterday. Amazing. She's racing with four other women over sixty mm-hmm. in a human-powered bicycle. They must no know way. you, Kenny. They must know you. <laughs> Question: uh, I, I met some of them. I I know Mueller, but I don't know on the other ladies. Yeah, I, I didn't know him either. I think Mueller might yeah. be just getting to know him. Uh, question: So, from the day you met him in the airport at the airport. To the day you were at Bonneville, how long was that? How long did you take? Um, it was about a full year of showing up, um, except for like right before the race. Mm-hmm. I went on a backpacking trip for like a week. Why not? Yeah, yeah why, why not? not? You know, if the mountain is there. <laughs> let's go climb it. Right. Get my get my Zen. Zen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Going. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did you start? Yeah. Like, where did you start with all of this? Is this how you find neutral and start a motorcycle? Like, where did you start with this? <laughs> um. Well, we did, we did, you know, a little bit of moped. We did really? a little bit of, you know, bicycle with, so he or, just, I mean, motorcycle with a sidecar. So he just oh, kind of worked, worked you up. Yeah. Yeah. We worked, worked way, way up. I took, I went and took some classes. Um, I wasn't supposed to inform anybody that I nah. was planning <laughs> on my plans till after the race. Yeah, was that, that makes sense, yeah. Was that hard to keep that hush hush? Um... I don't know because I wasn't doing it for necessarily my ego. For attention, or, yeah. I was doing it for deep personal it's for you. reasons. Yeah, it's for and you. It's not so, for yeah. You know, you weren't trying to I, get on TV or yeah. Get, it's kind of I still kind of do I talk about this? Do I not talk about this? Kind of. Well, you do feels right. You need to be. You need to. You need to be an inspiration yeah. to young kids, and that is what Kenny has always done for as long as I've known him. He inspires people. He gets people out of their comfort zone and gets them to do things that they would normally never do without an opportunity. And then Kenny just sits back and grins. We talked about about that with Denise. It's It's, opportunity as well. Thank you, Kenny, for the opportunity that was offered to her. Ever ask him about his grease gun? Um, yeah, wow. Okay, we dear. have a commercial break, and then off Yeah, when we come ask, back, we're going to talk about we? the grease gun when we come back, Kenny. So she just puts you on the spot. Right here on Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Racer Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This is brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody treats you better than El Cajon Ford. 
new or used he's got inventory go down there and see paul tell him what you're looking for and he will hook you up www.elkcajonmotors.com and he's sponsoring the barona segment but Mark says it's raining, so he's over in the corner crying because the tracks are all mucky. Yeah, he's waiting for some sunny days to make progress. Yes. But we're yes. okay. We're not ready till April first, and then we'll be rocking and April first. That's the magic day. All right. So, Kenny, what's with this grease gun? Yeah. <laughs> well, the biplane was used for World War II training our pilots, and. It has an unusual set of grease fittings, six of them on the landing gear, yeah. and they're impossible to grease. It takes just too much pressure, and people were using that hammer-type grease gun to grease them, and they break parts. Mm. You know, it's an airplane. You can't beat on stuff. So I made up a screw jack grease gun that will put up as much as 35,000 pounds of pressure, and this will successfully grease those. And so we used Jenny as the model on it and did an article. Oh. And the Spearman was never equipped with armament or any kind of guns. So the title of the article was A Gun for the Spearman, so that people would start reading it and think that we're putting a machine gun on it. Oh. <laughs> did he dress you up? He did not. <laughs> he didn't put you in a little pilot outfit or anything? No, 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 no. I would have. I don't know. Kenny wouldn't have it. The hangar that we work out of at um, the airport has a guy next door who has the World War II um, biplane. Oh, Stearman. So, yeah. He's actually, he owned us, like, two GoPros. Thanks, Mike. Did he oh. take it? <laughs> Have you ever been up in the Stearman? For, you ever go up in the Stearman? I did. Yeah. I love oh. I, See, I like the old. Beautiful. I like no, the not, old. No, not like up in the air. No, I meant oh, like up inside. Oh, you, not <laughs> up in the air. Not in the air. She no. was up in the air. But, you know, I was on cue for, you, you for go, the next ride. You gotta go oh, up in the air. Yeah. That's just, God. All right. So, so uh, yes, dear. You, you didn't, unfortunately, get to go after that record. What were you pursuing before the break on the Triumph? What record? Yeah, or what were you? I I yes. originally like only signed up for the Streamliner, and oh, I, surprise! Yeah, oh. I was. I just <laughs> wanted to ride the Streamliner. I wanted to go fast. I wanted you know the whole the whole drama with yeah, the parachutes. Yeah. Sure, and sure, sure, sure. It just seemed like awesome. the the best adventure. And I grew up like around. Um, my dad was in the Air Force, uh-huh. so we were over by Roger Dry Lake Bed, okay. I think, and I saw, like, when really little, like five, I yeah. saw the little ca- the cars with the parachutes, and I never what? understood. Ooh. I was like, what? I was always thinking, like, what, what was that? You yeah. know, what was that? So, um, yeah, I think I kind of had, you, you know, had like, yeah, the night that I was decided to message Kenny, I was, like, <laughs> researching the Kitty O'Neill. And, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you didn't go in the streamliner, so you went on just a regular motorcycle with what a cafe shield on the front. Yeah, I had I had such less interest in just riding the motorcycle. Oh, Kenny, did you know that when we went, I thought that I was going to be riding. He's like, okay, well, this is your first ride, right? So you're going to do the Honda Goldwing with the sidecar, and then it was like, oh no, you're going to be doing the Triumph. The 1961 Triumph. I'm like, oh, I am. Okay. Okay. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's how many do bikes? This. How many bikes do you have, Kenny, for this purpose? Uh, over the years, we've raced about 11 different bikes in different classes. We've raced the uh, Bindi's class, the production class, the modified class, the full drag race bike, full streamliner, and then the vehicles with sidecars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. 
And there's a class for every one of those, by the way. Yeah. Just so you'll know. Yes, and different size engines put you in a different class again. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you know uh, Jake Bagnell? Uh, not right off. Auto shop teacher in Santana here in San Diego. He's got like, I don't know, 10, 15 land speed records on wow. a motorcycle that he yeah. built from scratch. Oh, cool. That's so, cool. Yeah. Wow. So. Sounds great. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and I've not been, and I'm, it's, I swear it's on a bucket list because it's during my birthday week is Bonneville, and yes. I've got to get to Bonneville. One of these days, I've got to go. I always wanted to be in the 200-mile-an-hour club. That's just Did my... you just say you recommend it, Jenny? Yeah, I would. Oh, yeah. I yeah. recommend it. Oh, totally. Go and it's it. a totally different... From what everybody tells me, I used to, I know a lot of people from SCTA, and mm-hmm. it's just a, it's just a different world out there. Yeah. What are you going? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. No, no. Oh no, go ahead. Oh no. You, I wanted oh, to know so from polite. Kenny. I don't want to forget about him. What are we going for for twenty twenty three? Yeah. Are we? Or are we going? We're going to run something. the Honda Goldwing sidecar bike again. Uh, we we have a problem with the engine. We've got it on. Ed Iskadarian's water brake dyno, we have that in our hangar here at the Compton Airport, and the engine revs to 6,500 RPM, and we need it to rev to 8,200, and it's acting like it's just running out of air, and we don't know what's wrong. We need someone to come over and fix it. I'm just beating my head against the wall right now. Maybe a listener is listening right now. <laughs> they will contact Dave or me if right. they have a if possible it, solution. We'll send it. We'll send it to you. So, so you don't. Ha- I mean, are, is Jenny going to run in 23? Uh, Jenny decided to raise a family. She has a son now, ah. and it's really yeah. hard. Yeah. Well, there's a way to that, break a record. Put him on the back, <laughs> and you be in the front. Oh, mother-son <laughs> team. Would, that would be Well, amazing. you still have time on your side, because back yes. to Denise, first hour. Uh, 45 or, years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she did 20 years of the mother thing. Right, and, and then, then came back to it. came back to pursuing yeah. that. She only then started breaking the record. So, okay. so you have you, time on your side. So today. you have this wild side. We'll just use that yeah. as a terminology. You agree, right? <laughs> you, you know it's there. Well, prior, I, I do. Prior I do, but hook, I fluctuate from holding yeah, myself well, that's, back. And, that was going to be my next know. question. Now yes. that you've hooked up with Kenny, and he's given you a motorcycle opportunity, what did you do prior to Kenny to feed that insatiable <laughs> hunger? Or, or was it leash? I traveled to some countries by myself. Okay. Um, but, but not drive anything fast, not no. fly anything fast. No. So this no. was just, oh, what the hell? Let's yeah. What did shot. your family think? I think, you know, when you go through that kind of heartbreak, like yeah, that, oh, you're so. just, oh, you're going to blame it on your ex? No, I'm not. No, no, don't give don't him credit. Give credit. Yeah, don't like, give him any credit. It was definitely a choice ah. that I made. No ah. credit for you. Yeah. I no, knew. he gave me like a list of like a hundred reasons why it was gonna wasn't gonna work out, and I thought I was gonna marry this guy. Oh, so I was like, wow. oh wow, like it was devastating because yeah. we were traveling the country in like an RV, like living and working together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Wow, it's good so you figured it out in time. I know. Yeah, and everything I am happens for so, a reason. Like happy with my choice to do Bonneville and the amount of joy it brought me and the people that I met you know I was did like out any, there on the salt riding in doors? a big drag yeah. like, race like a wagon yeah did it open and, any more doors for any more opportunities um yeah I did I did some stuff I did um motorcycle.com I sought out um I Michelle mm-hmm. from the Red Line Ravens oh yeah she is 
Awesome. She's amazing. Yeah. Like, so talented. She's the definition of, like, multifaceted. Mm. She can do anything, and she's pretty much good at everything. Right. I think she was bad at hula hoop for, like, five (laughs) minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So she figured it out. But then she figured it out. Because that's who she is. So, yeah, I definitely, um, I spent some time with the Red Line Ravens and um, getting to know the kind of quality of people that. I was looking to find and knew that I would find right. if I was open to just You're not going to find not, better. Not, yeah. You're not going to find better back. people than people that are in motorsports. You're That's just right. not going to find a better group of folks. Yes. Isn't that right, Kenny? Yeah, Bonneville is the last of the amateur racing, and they do treat you like family up there. There's yeah. no prize money. There's no part of the gate. Nope. You get an 8 by 10 wall certificate. You get a trophy, and you get your name in the record book. That's it. But you also get a bond with other people right. that you share this oh, with. absolutely. And you can't even explain to other people. You're well, around the table right. for dinner, and yeah. you look around, and you're like, they'd get it, they'd get it. They'd they get would it. not. They would not. They yeah, would not. right. Yeah. And, 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 and if you watch the movie, I don't know if you've seen the movie, The Fastest Indian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I know. Uh, that, the Fastest Indian. Doesn't that tell the story of Bonneville? I mean, really, when you get right so, down to it. I have a funny story on that. What's that? I, Go for it. I, I was on the salt with Kenny. Kenny had just, um, he was racing, uh-huh. and I was re- driving the, the chase car to go right. get Kenny. Right. And this gentleman approached me and I started talking to him turns out I'm like yeah. I'm like all right we gotta go I gotta go get in the car let's go so we're racing down and I turn over and I'm like oh my gosh like this is um he was Lee Monroe which is like the yeah. great grandson like relative of Burt Monroe no like, this is so cool so I get goosebumps yeah, the salt I got to have a picture with him and I got to meet him and oh he's God. such a nice guy like just down to earth down to and earth, he's yeah. pretty hilarious he's well, a yeah. quirky New Zealand kind of sure humor. sure I assume that they all have yeah they, yeah. <laughs> they really do yeah, I think Jenny confirms a- <laughs> what's that Kenny for a record run we were short a driver to drive the vehicle back the tow vehicle, right? And she just picks this guy up, Lee Monroe. And says, we need help, and he says, "Let's go racing." And dropped everything he was doing, and he's out there trying for a two hundred ninety-eight oh. mile per hour record on an Indian motorcycle. Wow. Oh, did he get it? And he just, he just, nah, he got. I think Closer. he just missed it, but yeah. it, it was just like he just dropped everything yeah. to help okay. us out. Yeah, that's, that's nice awesome. guy. I don't, think, nice I don't think people realize how difficult Bonneville is. No. It sounds easy. No. It kind of looks easy. Fish tail in a second. <laughs> but it's not easy. It changes, the course is always changing. Yeah. Constantly. All now throughout the day. All the salt, so it's like an inch, yeah. Yeah. an inch thick. So it's always wet. Well, and not only Which that. he told me not to run. Lee Monroe was the one that said, you know what? I wouldn't. Don't do your next run. Oh, jeez! And, and that way on you? I, I it did. It, well, I'm like, okay, like obviously this guy knows what he's talking right. about. Yeah. Like I should listen to him. But um, that was also heartbreaking. I, I went through a lot of heartbreak when I went to Bonneville. Yeah. And it also kind of like burst yeah, my yeah, heart yeah. open. Yeah. And so you are you gonna? So, <laughs> so you're going back, right? Let's get so poetic about it. But you're I, going. oh my god, I watch a video or see something, <laughs> and I kind of. I, you know, well up have inside. a little bit of it. Well, you're looking for crew but, as well, aren't you, Kenny? Yeah. You could crew. Yes. I, cr- uh, I love to sign my yeah, four-year-old she would be up. welcome as pit crew. You can't is there a put minimum her on age? the seat and then put her in the garage. 
you. I, that's, know, I, I know a little bit about well, Megan Tigwell. It doesn't make any difference. That's like, oh, as I promised that you're going to go to the prom and then take your sister. Oh, jeez. Holy mackerel. All right, we got to take a break. Kenny, we got another interview. You're more than welcome to stay on the line and listen. It's with uh, Scott Delosio from Paris Auto Speedway, one of the world-famous announcers. And then we're going to come back and close off with the last 15 with Jenny. Stay on the line. We'd love to have you. Yeah, thank you. I'll be here. All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM 1178. The Answer. Oh, the show off air is always better than the show on air. This is Racer Radio FM 961 The answer. This segment is brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. Nobody goes faster than Paris. More fun than a barrel of monkeys. You and your family go up there, good food, good beer, and awesome racing. And your favorite race, I think, is two weeks away. And the only way we're going to know that is we're going to have to ask Scott Delosio, the announcer. What's up, brother? Hey, how you guys doing? You staying warm down there? Shoot, yeah, Yeah. man. That's one thing about this station. It has no climate control. (laughs) We're all in our sweaters and sweatshirts and parkas. No, we're doing good. How about you? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, kind of nice and cloudy today, but at least it didn't rain today. Yeah, yeah I noticed rain. that. I love rain. Growing up in Michigan, I love rain. Just as long as it doesn't race uh, <laughs> on any night we're racing, I'm, it can rain yeah. six days a week. Yeah, so you're getting real close to Night of Destruction. Is that what you I seen in the email? Yeah, that's it. we uh getting ready to open up the 27th season two weeks from last night with Night of Destruction, which has a small change in the program this year. You know, we'd had what we call figure eight trailer races for years. And mm-hmm. those races, just the car count kept dropping and mm-hmm. dropping till, you know, late last year, there were five or six cars in it and just ended up being kind of boring with those few cars on a figure eight track. Mm-hmm. So during the fair, um, the fair brought in some of their own shows, including a mini stock figure eight race. And Don took one look at that and the amount of entries and said, that's what we're going to do. We're going to put mini stock figure eights in instead of the, um, figure eight trailer race and it's a good thing we already have a mini stock class there that's got quite a few cars in it and it's a class that somebody if they see it and they like it they can go out in the neighborhood scout out a car you know four or five hundred bucks and have it ready to take it out to the racetrack and try to win some money wow i know you guys do such a good job up there for you know entry level people that want to get into racing that have never done it before i mean he you know don does so well putting classes together that people could get into, you know, on a minor budget, medium budget, or even a full budget. Yeah, it's kind of hard, you know, to convince anybody to get into racing nowadays with the mm-hmm. the expenses are absolutely insane. Um, to me, it all started way back, especially with sprint cars and midgets in the late 70s, early 80s, when people started buying everything off the shelf rather than building their own parts. You know, it just it it has done nothing but ray go up in price every year. You know, you're talking a brand new four ten sprint car engine is sixty grand now, um, and a three sixty three or four grand cheaper to race for half the money. And the same with a midget engine. You know, you want a brand new Toyota engine? I think you're talking around sixty grand. How many guys have never raced before can come home and tell their wife, <laughs> "Guess what I bought?" You yeah. Know? <laughs> And yes, I'm sleeping with it tonight. Yeah, 
yeah, you're going to be sleeping with it forever. <laughs> so whatever happened to that small engine package that you and Don were working on, or Don was working on? Yeah, Don was working on that. With um, Corey Cruzman. Biggest. That one, yeah, they worked on that. Then they kind of went in a different direction from their original plan. And the problem is, like everything else, you know, it, gung-ho trying to get it going in 2019, was hoping he had it going in 2020. All of a sudden, he couldn't get the engine blocks. Mm. So, um, you know, that has put it on the back burner. I mean, yeah. you look at right now with guys, guys blow up a 410 sprint car engine. Um, they may be, you know what, out of luck for yeah. quite a while because parts are hard to come by. Right. Still. Yeah. So yeah, we're still in a real problem there. Yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of on the back burner right now too. Hopefully, um, things will turn around, can get going in the right direction. God mm-hmm. knows what it would cost afterwards. You know, you just hope it's going to go back to the normal cost. But, you know, try to buy tires right now for a sprint car and midget. They went through the roof. Even with go-karts, they went up. Uh, I was, gonna I was say. announcing uh, last weekend up at Ron Meyer's track, Mojave Valley, and talking to modified drivers, and they're just they're going crazy because their tires went through the roof. Well, I know Brittany, even with her little dwarf car, she's having nothing but trouble trying to find tires. I mean, yeah. she's trying to stretch a tire life out <laughs> yes. on her race car. Amen to that. That shouldn't be stretched, but she's still, I mean, how many years have you got on your tires? Well, one season, but I mean, 16 races, you know, yeah. siping and grinding and just massaging. Scraping. <laughs> Or do like the Bud Monroe and just put shoe polish yeah. on them to make them look oh, good, fill yeah. in the cracks. Yeah. Well, every time it seems like when I get a brand new one, that's the one that gets pierced. That happened to me twice last year in a front wheel. Did it really? I was like, seriously? I didn't even get a full race on it. it and you pierced. got a hole in it. Well, I had a couple big crashes. Yeah, I know you did. So, you guys, ah, now, I, I hate talking politics, but how's the uh, situation with the state of California doing? You know, I haven't talked to Don much about that okay. since, you know, last year, actually. Um, trying to pin him down right now to do a Q&A. We're going to put together a press release, but mm-hmm. trying to pin him down is like trying to pin down a mountain lion. So <laughs> Don't do that. Hopefully we get that going in a few weeks so we can update everybody. I know I, I missed the banquet. I was supposed to host that, but I had the opportunity to go announce over Mojave Valley. Oh, um, the yeah. The CRA banquet. um uh, Chris Holt, who you know, oh yeah, he talked to Charlie Watson, and he asked Charlie about how things were going with that, and Charlie said things are going in the right direction. Good. You had glowing so, reviews for Mojave. Yeah, how'd you like Mojave? Yeah, Looked like you loved brief. it. I did yeah, too. Uh, your post. I've always loved that racetrack because I love the promoters. You know, they're they're ex racers, but more than that, they're good people mm-hmm. who are in it for the the good of racing. And uh, I walked up there. Walked up to the racetrack on Friday afternoon. I did uh, on my Facebook page. You can see a walk about the racetrack or a track walk I did. The first thing I noticed is like, man, this track didn't have this much banking mm-hmm. in it when I was announcing up here a couple of years ago. Mm. And they had cut a new racetrack in for this year. It's got a bigger bank on it. Um, it is way is faster. Good, and there was good. three and four breast racing throughout the weekend. Wow. And That's crazy. I'm telling my sprint car friends, friends, um, you know, you guys like sprint car racing. There's three races up there this year. The first one is April 1st. 
Uh, it's going to be the USAC CRE Sprint Cars along with Brent Sexton's Power Eye Southwestern Lightning Sprint Cars and the California Lightning Sprint Cars all going to be there on the same night on April 1st. If you're a sprint car fan, you got to go see that because that is going to be one heck of a race. I They're bet. going to be there two more times throughout the year. So that racetrack, I've always enjoyed going up there. Um, last week was incredibly incredibly surprising how much it could even get better up there hmm. wow that's quite a quite a testimonial for, coming yeah. from you well yeah it, it stopped me i read the, your whole post about it with, have you been to mojave i have have you i have i raced there once um the banking is intrigued that's what i learned running the nationals how much i like banked tracks Mm-hmm. Banking good, Jenny. Mm-hmm. So Je- our in studio guest, she goes in straight lines on salt at Bonneville. I go in circles, Jenny. Yes. Banking good, <laughs> banking good, banking. This good. rain, good traction, yeah. as yeah. long as it's not on race day. Yeah. Well, I'm sure the track has all the water it yeah. ever will need for a while, anyway. Yeah. You guys, uh, listeners. Wait. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, w- I was going to say to you and the listeners, you might have heard Jenny, our in-studio guest, giggle a little while ago. I had shown her the double-decker. Uh, oh, yeah. We're sure. the double-deckers. Well, she lives here in San Diego, and she's not been to Night of Destruction, so I'm going to talk her into going up. It's a sight to be yeah, seen. Yeah, come on up. It should, be, it should be very interesting, especially, like I say, if this new mini stock fit great. Everything else is yeah. the same as it's been for... Mm. You know, four or five years now. It is. It's the best drawing show at the racetrack. Yeah, figure eights are fun. If you're a hardcore racing fan who've been around it for a long time, um, that can be a little tough to swallow. But it's making a lot of money. Oh yeah, it helps. It helps pay for everything else that doesn't draw as well as it does. And you probably never thought it would draw as well as it does. Well, the first night we had it, I don't know if Don may have told you the story when he's been on. I'm not sure what year it was, maybe getting close to 10 years ago. We were in the press box, and we had 13 cars total for about five different five different classes of racing. And I looked at him. We looked at each other. It's like, man, we're in trouble. Yeah. The crowd went crazy all night long. <laughs> really? You know, and the next time we had it, we, we were having it, I think that was once a year then. I think that we expanded it to twice a year. And the crowd just kept on growing, and the field of cars kept on growing. And it has been that way ever since to now. It is it's a huge, huge show. Yeah. No, it's... And it draws, good. you know, it draws a ton of cars. That is amazing. Which draws attention to saving yeah. and preserving all racetracks because right. of all the fun. Yeah. From two years old to 102 years old. That's it. You hit that right. Well, the problem is, you know, real estate value. I know. I know. I don't know if you've been to. That's what hurts a racetrack. Family fun is priceless. Memory. I know. Have you been to Glen Helen Park lately? Uh, uh, Lars invited me to go skiing there today. How could you go skiing? (laughs) Did you didn't see the picture of Glen Helen? Oh, it's so snowy. Snowy. Yes. Well, I tell you what, the houses are so up right on the track. uh, It's just going to be a matter of years. Lars? I worked there in the late 80s, early 90s, and uh, there were no houses anywhere near there. Right, right. I was there with a, with a uh, Fox Shock event, and I got there, and I went, the hell did all these houses come from? I mean, they're right up on the edge of the property. That's one of the very good things about Mojave. It is on uh, Indian land. Yeah. Well, that's the, um, you know that's the only success 
Barona's on Indian land. I had the drag race guys in uh, KUSI yesterday. Talked to the uh, the guy from the tribe. Thanked him profusely, you know, for, for allowing. Because we have a circle track, a drag strip, and a motocross track. All on Indian land. And if it wasn't for the Indians, we wouldn't have any of the three. Gasp. Well, it's, it's you know, it's everywhere. Things like that are happening. You know, I just heard... Well, just watching an interview the other day, shock of all shocks at the Bakersfield Speedway, which is the long one of the longest running tracks in the nation. Yeah, and the longest running track in California. It's up for sale. Oh, oh no! You no, know, and no, the promoter no. wants to keep it a racetrack. He hopes it stays a racetrack. But but you know, the big butt came in. It's like you know, it's up for sale. Oh, I hate to hear that. You know, and like I say, that racetrack has a history that goes oh. back. I want to say it's this is its seventy seventh season, I believe. I think you're right. Um, I know. You know, being going there, I've been going there since. Well, first I went there it was paved. It was originally was a dirt track. They paved it. I went, I believe, the first time in seventy eight. It was a paved track. The next year, seventy nine, they changed it to dirt, <laughs> and it's a phenomenal racetrack. Yeah. It's been there for so long. It's got such a following, and then to hear that, it's like mm. you know, Calistoga which is a historic track up right. north. There's a vote coming about that in the next couple of weeks. Ventura, um, they have the Apparently the vote is tied into the citizens would have to pay some more tax to keep it open. Oh. That just reeks that it doesn't sound good. No. There's somebody trying to made a proposal to take over the entire facility of Ventura and put in a yes. baseball state, a minor yes. league baseball stadium. Well, that's going to do great. Yeah. Um, but apparently up there, they had a meeting the other night that had standing room only and the mm-hmm. citizens not just the race fans but the citizens were pretty much against that happening oh, yeah good. i saw that i sent that to I you see so that hopefully too. the fair board will listen to the people up there and you know we'll keep Ventura. Ventura came under fire about 15 years ago i want to say maybe a little less or a little longer than that where somebody wanted to put it in an amphitheater and that was fought back and hopefully the same thing is going to happen this time just, well, dirt track you know, looks like an amphitheater yeah it's yeah. a natural amphitheater. A natural amphitheater. Yeah. All right, buddy. Hey, it's always good chatting with you. You take care, and we'll talk to you next week or somebody that well, you'll send us. Yeah, I'll try to get Don on to talk about the upcoming season. Yeah, see what's going on. All, All right, right, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks Thank so much. You. Take care and say hi to the pugs. You too. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. You are listening to Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. This is Racer Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1178. The answer. Certified Car Clinic, 11370 North Woodside <laughs> Avenue. Work on any car, AAA, Napa Auto Care. Uh, they will take care of you as if it was your own. Uh, they do drag cars. They do sand cars. They do street cars. And what are you grinning about? I opened for this artist. You did. Back when I was on stage a lot. Back when you were a star? Back when I was... She, every time I play this guy, she says the same story, so and I'm so I get so jealous. I should. I, so I need excited. to learn to not play this song. So much. It's, so, it's Modest Yahoo. It's a Jewish reggae artist. <laughs> I got to open for him back when it was you know well, I don't know Jack Murphy whatever. A it's... Jewish what reggae artist? Reggae. Yeah. No. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. You know him? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> Raise your hand if you know. You played at the horse races. Okay, I guess I'll just go outside. No. I don't need to be here anymore. Back when Steve and I were sharing the stage, we got to open for him. 
at a festival. I'll be back there again. Jewish reggae. Someday. When are you going to do that? When I'm retired from racing, I'll go back well, you're to... you're not going to retire from playing. Thank yeah, you. If you get close to the microphone, dear. All right. Yes. We <laughs> want to hear about this necklace, please. What necklace? That Jenny's wearing. I don't see her wearing a necklace. It's so oh. a necklace. It's around your neck, Dave. Sorry. She tried to steal mine. Yeah. Describe what it is for our listeners since what is it's not that? TV. It's a 10, 10mm uh, snap-on socket. <laughs> oh, the ones 10 that millimeters. Lose. That's they're where the mine is. That, they're the ones that everyone loses. Yes. That's my 10 millimeter. But I didn't, I didn't actually know that at the time. Oh. But Kenny, I went to over to the hangar and I had I was wearing it because I started dating a guy who um, works for snap-on. So That's he gave me fun. like a little socket, and I put it on a necklace. How cute! And um, yeah, so I say it's what the well-dressed ladies wear to ten the millimeters. Oh, I like That's what that the well-dressed I ladies. And you know, I like yeah. it even more that she thought it was a ten mm. <laughs> mm. Yes, that would be M-M. like Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. of the M-M's. candy. Yeah, it sounded but, cuter. Um, yes, there are a lot of memes about that, and yeah. a lot of jokes. We all lose them. Yes. I just right, so had it. So either Kenny or you wanted to talk about something that we hadn't touched on throughout the hour? Um, it's well, kind of- I wanted to thank American Honda Motor Corporation. They oh, gave us yes. 10 engines and two bikes, two Goldwing bikes to race. And mm-hmm. that's really important, having parts on the shelf. Yes. Wow, no kidding. Yeah. Honda did that for you, huh? Mm, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. So... I want to know more about 2023. Are you All looking right. for anything in particular? Are you looking for more sponsorship? Um, do you well, have your five? We need, we need help, uh, hands-on help. We need welders, craftsmen, engineers, engine builders. Uh, we need a dino guy, uh, someone that knows how to tune. I'm, I'm, just, I'm lost on the tune on this engine. Um, oh. So uh, if they look at our Facebook page, it's, it's Kenny with one N, K-E-N-Y dot L-Y-O-N. <laughs> Look that up on Facebook, and there's a ton of albums there showing what we're doing. And you are based in L.A., correct? Yeah, we're at Compton Airport in the bottom of the L.A. Okay. Cool. Anybody that's in an airport, it's got to be cool. <laughs> well, Carol Shelby was in an airport. Uh, Jay Leno's in an airport. And Kenny mm-hmm. Lyons is in an airport. And my uncle. <laughs> Your uncle's but, yeah. in an airport? Yeah, he's a, fi- he's a pilot. Oh. But, okay, so we need help. Hopefully in the L.A. area or willing to travel travel or relocate. And are you looking for a crew at Bonneville as well? Like people will travel to Bonneville on race day or race week? Hopefully they'll be able to work on them here and go up with us. We need people that are experienced with the vehicle. Uh, That's why the five riders have to come here and get get with the program. Mm -hmm. Uh, They'll each be attempting a 200-mile-an-hour record. You just don't show up on race day, set the record, take Kobe home. Right. It takes preparation, like the Olympics. And oh, go ahead. You're going to have some commitment. Definitely some commitment. Now, do they have to bring any cash? No, we should be covered on that. We're hoping to get more sponsors. And with five riders, each rider going out in different directions, they should be able to find a lot of sponsorship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Well, I already told, I was telling Jenny, I'm on KUSI TV. You know, all you got to do is come on TV, talk about, you know, bring a bring a bike. I mean, you know, and just and promote it to try to generate local money to help her get back out to Bonneville again. 
That's yeah. fine by me. I'd love it. That's oh, a, yeah, it'd be a sight to see. It's one run at 125 miles per hour, two runs at 150 miles per hour, two runs at 175 miles per hour, and then they let you get in a streamliner. Oh. Okay, so there we go. That's yeah. the end Give goal here. Okay. Now yeah. you have to do all of that on a, on a straight up bike or in a streamliner. It can be it, in a, it can any be different cap. Okay, cl- so it can class. do. Okay. Yeah, okay, so you can do and both. There's if if you are planning on trying to build a bike or want to go to Bonneville, you go to the Timing Association Association website and you can print. By like oh, the, all your the, rules the, and regulations. All the rules. That's another hard part about going to Bonneville. There are so many rules, and passing tech yeah. is very, very strict. Everything, very hard. Everything I've seen yeah. on Bonneville, everyone's like, "Oh, great, we passed tech." Like well, it's, right. about, it's, it's, it's all about safety. Well, it's huge. It's yeah. all and, safety. I mean, they can shut you down. After all this effort. So. Unless you have a friend like Bert Monroe had, <laughs> who will talk the officials into letting you just, just put, once, put just shoe polish on the tire up. so it's that 40-year-old tire will still hold air. Yeah, yeah, there seems to be a lot of anxiety tied to tech. So, so oh. Kenny, how do people get a hold of you if they're, if they're listening and they want to reach out? Well, that Facebook page would be the best way. Mm-hmm. Kenny with one N dot lion l-y-o-n k-e-n-y dot l-y-o-n cool and if you ever want to bring a bike literally to san diego and put it on tv to promote that i'm more than happy to to oblige yeah we'll try that i mean we only got what three million people in town half of them are gearheads i'm sure and we got a lot of motorcycle nuts down here oh you have a fabulous audience yeah we do we really have a good Good quality audience. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Well, Kenny, we got to quit being strangers. We got to do. I mean, it's nice of you to bring this lovely lady in who has something to say. I feel like you she's do? trying to. You say do. Something. You can tell. No. So since we're getting over the whole um, seek my seeking yes. so, uh, geographical solutions to my emotional problems, yes. I wanted to ask you if you heard about the 1908 Harley that sold for 935000 Yes. <laughs> Aren't you like a Harley guy? What do you think, what just, do you think about that? I, that pretty She's asking pretty questions beauty. now. I love yeah. it. No, but I'm just saying, did you, Kenny, did you, you heard about that bike, right? Yeah. It, it has like a fan I can't afford it. No. Oh, what is Dude, that? what is that? Half of the motorcycles I can't afford. Like if you go to Meekum to the mm-hmm. to Vegas for the motorcycle auction, yeah, the auction. Good God, oh my! If only we knew they were that they would be worth that much money, we would have kept held on to them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do those go in the house guaranteed? Most people, it's either in a museum or in their house. I don't think yeah. anybody's. Or their leaving. garage is nicer so, than my house. Were you surprised? Is that your living room? Yeah, it's motorcycles way, and giant M and M's. I just showed you my giant M and M's. Radios, it's old radios. <laughs> when you walk in my door, you go, "What the hell are all these M and M guys yeah, doing in here?" Yeah. But Sneak they make peek you into the life of Dave. But they make you smile, and as yeah. long as you're smiling when you come eating M and M's, makes me smile. <laughs> yeah, that and bacon. Amen. Amen. You like bacon? Uh, yeah. yeah. You, you can't. You know, yeah. What'd you Think get for your, shooting what'd you guns. Get, what'd you get for your birthday? For my birthday, fiftieth birthday, he got me five pounds of bacon. Wow. The best Newskies. bacon, wow. Newskies bacon, Newskies. amazing. amazing. Sent from to my Wisconsin. house. It's from Wisconsin. It's amazing, is what it is. 
and she never knows. And yeah. I always seem to drop a box on her porch yeah. when she's having the worst yeah. week. And it never, oh, ever gets old. Never. 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 So that's a clue. That's what I get. <laughs> ever. Kenny, thank you very much for staying in touch. Yeah, Kenny, thank, thank you for calling in. Thank right. you, Jenny, for coming in. Thank you Je- for having me. You're always welcome <laughs> Both back. of you. You're welcome back. I can't wait to hear more about earlier. Yeah. And this is your first radio, right? What? Yes, absolutely. There you go. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.